I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, you guys. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a good weekend. I know I did. I took a lot of time just to like have fun and rest and not look at my phone and It really felt good to just like actively not work. And every time that I tried to do something work related, Devin was like, nope, you're not doing that. Not today. Um, So that was really nice. And let me breathe a little bit because actually we have a busy week of news as of today. I can't say that I know of anything crazy going on beyond today, but there were more stories than I could fit into this episode already. So That's uh, an indication that it's probably going to be a busy week. So our first story today, we're talking about nurses demonstrating all over the country this past week. So nursing unions are stepping up to demand action on behalf of frontline workers. They need more PPE. They need more rest. They need more training and they need more support in general. Aaron McIntosh told the New York Times, quote, Every day I am waist deep in death and dying. We are being told to take on more than we can safely handle, end quote. With many nurses being asked to take on about twice as many patients as usual, they are being pushed to the brink. And this was a field that was already stretched pretty thin prior to this crisis, Would you want to be a patient knowing that nurses are so overworked? If your life was in danger, would you want them caring for more people than they can physically do? It's not safe. Nurses have also faced a lot of pressure to work even when they feel sick, many falling ill and dying themselves of this deadly virus. So on Wednesday, several nurses unions came together for what they called a quote-unquote day of action, where they held demonstrations in more than 12 different states and, of course, Washington, D.C. as well. Of course, the hospitals are accusing nurses of 
playing politics, quote unquote, during a pandemic and claim that everyone in the hospital system is taking on more work than usual due to these extraordinary circumstances. But we all know that nurses tend to bear the brunt of what goes on in the medical world and the losses of colleagues that they have endured due to lack of PPE have both taken a toll and seem to harden them against criticism and help them push for what they deserve, which is a safe working environment and achievable demands. And the unions have gained strength through this moment of pure crisis. And with the presidency changing hands, there is new opportunity for change in this field. Biden actually met virtually with the different labor leaders, giving them the sense that he's sympathetic to their cause and at a minimum willing to hear them out, which is more than what was happening before. Speaking of COVID, though, I actually have some good news to report that the number of deaths was actually under 3,000 recently, and the number of new daily cases has also stayed down. So don't hold your breath. Um, You know, it, it it feels like every time we report something good on here, we see another surge. But... Um, we were waiting for that response from the deaths to sort of trail off in response to the daily cases trailing off. And so hopefully that's what we're seeing. And keep up all of your hard work on staying safe out there, you guys. So for our next story, some of the Proud Boys are facing charges of conspiracy to attack Congress and the Capitol. Federal prosecutors have just announced charges against the group that President Trump personally shouted out from the debate stage, the Proud Boys. Dominic Pezzola and William Pepe were charged with 11 counts after initially facing lesser charges associated with the same event. There have also been conspiracy charges brought against another group called the Oath Keepers, who are a similar militia-type group. They reportedly began their planning of this event a week after the November presidential election results came in. Another member of the Proud Boys, though, Joseph Briggs, was actually served similar charges earlier this month. We'll just have to wait and see how all these charges play out. Given five people dead, hopefully they will have to answer for coordinating this large-scale event. So for our next story, anti-vaxxers shut down Dodgers Stadium. So this was a kind of crazy story, but fortunately, no permanent damage done. In case you missed it on a previous episode of News Du Jour, we talked about how Dodger Stadium is being used as a vaccination site because it's a big open air space where they can really move people through. And so a group of anti-vaccination protesters temporarily shut down vaccinations in Dodger Stadium. 
They were calling the coronavirus a, quote, con job and ended up delaying the process of people getting vaccinated for about an hour. Obviously, these actions led to outrage online as Los Angeles County has been one of the hardest hit areas of the country, especially in recent days. One out of every nine people in that area has had COVID, and there's actually someone dying of COVID every 10 minutes in Los Angeles County. Thus, holding up the process to make people safer in this area definitely upset some people from politicians to news outlets to average Joes who were just waiting in line to get their elderly parents vaccinated. It's to the point in Los Angeles where they have had to pause cremations as so many people are dying so quickly. That's where we're at, you guys. But luckily, they were able to resume vaccinations pretty quickly and go back to getting people safe again. Today, we actually have to report that another phenomenal actress has passed away. With a career that spanned decades in Hollywood, actress Cecily Tyson broke down barriers. Cecily spoke out against roles that served black characters as one-dimensional criminals or drug addicts. She portrayed strong, powerful characters and won three Emmys, a Tony Award, an Honorary Oscar, and a Peabody Award. She played over 100 roles on film and television throughout her distinguished career. She also won a Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016 from President Barack Obama for her civil rights efforts, among her many other awards in that area, as well as serving as a UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador. Thank you, Cecily, for being you. Thank you for your beautiful performances and for moving us forward. And for our next story, a poet laureate at the Super Bowl. So speaking of incredible, talented black women with stage presence, our youngest poet laureate, Amanda Gorman, who recently spoke at the Biden inauguration, will actually be reciting for America a second time this year at the Super Bowl pre-show. This is an incredible opportunity for the young poet, given that the inauguration boasted only about 33.8 million viewers. The Super Bowl is actually expected to garner about three times that amount with 99.9 million viewers last year. Plus, this is guaranteed to be more of a varied crowd and one that she is likely not connected with before. She plans to honor three different Americans through her poem, an educator from L.A., a nurse manager from Florida, and a Marine veteran from Pittsburgh for their brave work during the pandemic. Amanda was also offered a modeling contract from the world's top modeling agency, IMG, following the inauguration performance, and her upcoming books, 
plural, there are three of them coming out, are all showing massive pre-sales. Congrats to this young woman serving killer looks and words that blow us all away. If you haven't listened to or watched her poem from the inauguration, I highly recommend it and we'll go ahead and link it in the show notes for you guys. And that's the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, the moment anyone tries to demean or degrade you in any way, you have to know how great you are. Nobody would bother to beat you down if you were not a threat. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.